Let me tell you about PCLaptops.com. Who am I? <clears throat> oh, I'm the uh, host of the Radio from Hell program, Carrie Jackson. Hi. And host of GeekShowPodcast.com. And uh, Dan Young, PC Laptops. He's the reason that this show happens. I do my work in my home studio here in my basement where I am talking to you now. And I do it on a PC laptop. Great machine. And I will not go to anyone else. And it never fails. It never fails. And you get these calls too. Uh, oh, hey, Carrie, uh, I got a problem with uh, this and that. Uh, uh, do you know anybody? Uh, and I'm like, listen, you wouldn't be having these problems if you just went to uh, see Dan in the first place. Because don't be fooled by the name, PCLaptops.com. Desktops, too, the most powerful desktops you will encounter. Go in and ask about the decimator. The, the decimator is an amazing thing. Big, beautiful picture, too. And the thing about the desktops at PC Laptops, lifetime service and parts warranty. Nobody does that. Not your big boxes, not your little tiny businesses. Dan's been around for 15 years. He's going to be around if, and I say if, and it's very doubtful that that desktop goes down on you. <clears throat> I didn't mean to say it exactly that way. Go to cmpclaptops.com. Become a friend of his on Facebook. He is the best. He is a great guy. He is Dan Young. pclaptops.com. Do you crave the beep, beep, boop of new technology? Does your pulse quicken when you peel the shrink wrap of that new tech gadget? Are you everybody's tech go-to guy? The Newmont University in South Jordan is the college for you. With bachelor's programs in computer science, game, and web development, Newmont has compressed a traditional four-year degree into just two and a half intense years. And they deliver results with 90% of grads employed in their chosen fields within six months of graduation. For more info, visit www.newmont.edu or call us at 888-NEUMONT today. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. Uh, we are uh, doing broken news right now before the brand new episode entitled... Is that a kind of Hyundai? <laughs> oh, God. That's the one where it went horribly awry. Yeah. I hope I taught the listeners a new word. <laughs> I think you did, actually. Shannon taught them about Merkins, and I'm going to teach them about the word I talked about. Uh, no, well, we've got a little bit of a new... Oh, let me introduce uh, who is here, of course, with me. Uh, Jimmy Martin, slugmag.com. How do you do? And his big movie mouth-off partner in crime, Jeff Weiss, the film critic to the world at uh, Parallel Universe on MSN. Mm -hmm. And on X96's Radio from Hell, which is where you can also find our host, Carrie Jackson. Oh, that's me. Yay! Yep, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. I used to be a team player. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's get this under. First of all, let's, let's start with this toy that Jimmy has found. I guess the Thor toys are starting to show up. Yeah, Lee actually told me about this last night. We were at a wedding. It wasn't our wedding, but... Uh, <laughs> and he said that he saw the hammer, and mm -hmm. it... And it's, I think it's pretty badass. I, I picked it up. He didn't pick it up because he didn't want to spend 20 bucks. Yeah, Target. So it, it's it's two features that I know one feature that Jeff is upset about, and that is it doesn't have the writing on the side. Yeah, I think that's stupid. That says, what is it? Uh, Whosoever is worthy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> is that what this is on the top, though? I think The that... power of Thor. Is that what it says right there? Yeah. I can't see it. Probably. Now, let me hit it on the table. Does see it doesn't go crunch or anything when when you hit it on the table. It just says thud. It just goes thud. And it's and it's way too squishy on the ends. It yeah. should it should be it's hard rubbery. as a rock so kids would dent each other's heads. Well, it makes a good lightning noise and apparently 
then you guys called it that it fires a lightning bolt, but yeah. it's, it's a rocket. It's, it's a rocket. Uh-huh. It's, it fires a rocket that is supposed to simulate <laughs> uh, God lightning. But now, now, see, here's the problem I have with this toy. I was really excited about this toy until I see it now. Yeah. Um, because you remember the original Hulk hands? They were foam. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And then for some reason that changed, and it went to a plush kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know whether it was a safety concern or what. I was hoping that the hammer would be made out of that same kind of foam stuff. Like, and, like, like Nerf. Yeah, and when you hit the hammer, it, it would go or something. Yeah. You know, that's what, I, I don't want a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figure I've got, uh, well, my custom-made War Machine <laughs> helmet, Thor's hammer, and when Captain America's shield comes out, I'll get that, and then I'll run around like a jerk through <laughs> the city. <laughs> you can... You can shoot discs out of the, the Captain America yeah. shield. I've already seen that <laughs> yeah, it does that? that. You throw the shield. Come on. Pew, pew. Come on. <laughs> pew, pew, right. pew, pew, pew. Anyway. All right. Uh, well, we have some, uh, uh, some good news and bad news, depending on whether you like the show or not. The cape. It's so bad. Oh, God. Not only has it been canceled, but NBC is not even going to air the final episode. There's one. <laughs> Just forget it. And they're like, fuck you. We hit yeah. Oh, God, this is killing us. Well, you know they're going to advertise that as the DVD complete series with the unaired episode. Yeah, you know, the only place you can see it is online. I, they're going to throw it online, I said. You know where yeah. I thought you were going with this, Carrie? Yeah. I thought you were going, it's so terrible, not only... Or did they cancel it, but now they're using brain-wiping devices to make sure no one ever remembers it happened. That's probably the next step. <laughs> it is... Uh, Let's, but, be, let's be honest. I love terrible TV. Mm-hmm. I love terrible superhero TV. <laughs> the cape was just... Beyond, huh? I just think it's funny that there's one episode, and they're yeah. not airing no. it. That's how much they, you know... First of all, fire the guy who agreed to do this <laughs> show. That's, that's the first thing you do. Anyway. All just, right. <clears throat> I got a lot of uh, Avengers spoilers. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Avengers movie spoilers here. Uh, including, uh, so, so if you don't want to have an idea of what's going on with the Avengers movie, uh, fast forward your podcasting device. Right, right, wusses. All right. Because, you know, I can know what's going to happen in a movie and still go and enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, that makes me more anxious to see how it's going to be depicted. Exactly. You can tell me that Iron Man and Thor will have a fight together, and guess what? Ain't going to give a shit until I see it on the screen. Exactly. So. I just, I don't understand why people get so upset with stuff like this. But anyway, uh, let's see what we've got here. Uh, the rumor is, and again, this is mostly rumor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that the first teaser trailer is going to come this summer. Mm-hmm. That, that they're shooting special footage for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is, uh, this is Marvel has already apparently, according to this source, shot a teaser trailer for the Avengers months before any filming of the actual film has taken place. The teaser allegedly shows Loki, mm-hmm. the Thor villain, Tom Hiddleston, mm-hmm. Stepping up as the main villain for the Avengers, which makes sense because in the classic Avengers uh, he was. story, he gets control of the Hulk's brain and sends what, him on a nice. rampage, isn't it? <clears throat> mm-hmm. and, what use, he does? and uses some illusions to make it appear that Thor or uh, Hulk's doing things that he's not. Mm. Oh, okay. There you go. And uh, so that, that's going to be uh, apparently the rumor. Um, Latino Review, who's a pretty good source, he says uh, Loki will be the main villain in the Avengers. He's also going to use the Cosmic Cube, which we've seen pictures of in the Captain America movie. Yep. Going to use the Cosmic Cube to bring the Skrulls to Earth. 
Mm. Shape-changing aliens. Mm-hmm. So uh, my guess is is that the, the Loki thing will be this Avengers movie, and they'll set up as a cliffhanger the coming of the Skrulls. <laughs> That's what I think. Which, which would also yeah. possibly lead to the Skrull Cree War. Mm-hmm. And, and the rumors that uh, one of the brief character appearances we were going to get in the Avengers is Carol Danvers. Oh, yes, I hope. A.K.A. Ms. Marvel. I, and I, the rumors going around are that they want to cast a Von Strahovski from Chuck. Oh, she'd be perfect. Oh. All right. Again, that's all rumor. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's that's what we're hearing. Also, uh, Mark Ruffalo is talking about uh, how he is, uh, he's uh, they're testing, I guess, the algorithm or something uh-huh. that makes him the Hulk. And he says uh, it's, uh, it digitally puts 2,000 pounds of muscle onto his body. He says, it's weird. I wear this skinny little suit with reflective balls all over it. When we shoot the stuff, I was standing in a warehouse with a couple of cardboard boxes and some foam mats. But when I look at the monitor, there I was, the Hulk, and the landscape is cars and boulders and hills. So I'll bet he loves, I bet he loves going to work every day. That is so cool. Because I read, and you know, I know people are still bitching, oh, Edward Norton, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo loved the Hulk TV series. Loved. Just read the interviews with this guy. This oh, yeah. guy is thrilled to be playing the He's Hulk. He's excited. Unlike that turd, Edward <laughs> Norton, who was not pleased to be playing the Hulk. He did a good job, don't get me wrong. Yeah, exactly, but who would you rather have? The guy who's happy to be there or the guy who's going to be the pain in the ass? Honestly, I'd like Edward Norton, just because it would connect it, but I understand. It's the Hulk is the star. Jo- yeah, exactly. Yeah, jo- Joss really. Whedon would have had to call Sarah Michelle Gellar to put a stake in Edward Norton's heart. <laughs> <laughs> More uh, Thor uh, and Avengers spoilers. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård, Skarsgård. <laughs> Uh, told a Swedish newspaper Swedish that he will reprise his Thor role Dr. Selvig he's in the Thor movie yeah. as Dr. Selvig he will be also reprising it in the Avengers now his character newly created for the film it says here mm-hmm. is one of the scientists who works with Thor after he's found in the desert assuming these reports aren't garbled you know because it was a probably a Google Sweden Swedish language translation <laughs> Um, that would be further indication that Loki is indeed the villain of the Avengers, which could uh, necessitate some more of the Thor supporting cast, possibly. And uh, exactly, or perhaps, mm-hmm. perhaps it mistranslated. Still in Skarsgård saying, "I would like to have a big bag of Swedish fish." It could be <laughs> that Google translation thing. It doesn't work all the time. So if the Thor <laughs> cast is coming in, that means Scarlett Johansson and Natalie Portman can have a makeout scene. <gasps> I'm sorry, I did that. <clears throat> can't concentrate now. <laughs> okay, let's start that rumor. Um, more uh, stuff. Well, it was in the comics, so, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If that was write it real fast. And, and if it was drawn by John Cho, I'm very happy. Oh, uh. uh, uh, Frank, uh Frank Cho. Frank Cho, sorry, not John. Oh, God. <sighs> okay. Um, now, whew, we've seen this uh, picture of the Red Skull uh, out there. It's in Entertainment Weekly. and Revealed at last. And, and this is the Captain America villain, for those who don't know. Uh, the director is explaining why he looks the way he does. Like, like we needed this, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. I, uh, <clears throat> remind me again what, it, what the villain's name is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so so here's, here's the thing. This is, uh, this is uh, Joe Johnson explaining this. For Steve Rogers, it's a very personal thing. At one point, he says, I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. He makes a complete physical transformation into a perfect human specimen. 
but inside he doesn't change at all. It must be tempting to go back and say, I'm going to get that guy who beat me up in high school. He does get his revenge in the film, but on the Nazis, not the people who maybe picked on him. Before he gets the injection, the doctor tells him, whatever happens, stay who you are. So that's why the Red Skull is hideous. He stayed who he because was. Because he gets the serum and he yeah. stayed who he was. And uh -huh. So I read this online. I, I can't even remember which website it is. Oh, God. But Here we go. The four, it, your head will explode. <laughs> The forum posts after that, I went completely fucking nuts. <laughs> and, it, and it just reminded me of why I hate you assholes on forums. Trolls, not winning. This was the post. So good people turn beautiful and bad people turn ugly? That is ridiculous. Most of the bullies I've known were quite beautiful. Physical beauty has no correlation to inner beauty. It's called a metaphor, you fucking idiot. He was, he was the captain of the football team. Okay, so, but this guy can handle a frozen World War II soldier <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. who, you know, I, I, he can handle everything else. But that, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you little trolls. Oh, I hate those. I hope Hugo gets at least one line goes, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> and, and then there was, <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then another one is, the concept of beautiful equal good and ugly equal bad is a bunch of crap and way too, and way too simplistic. It's simplistic. It's a fucking comic book movie! God. You see why I hate forums? I hate forums. All right. Anyway, why can't they just enjoy what they're getting? Exactly. Or just... I mean, it's not even out yet. Yeah. Um, anyway. Apparently, it escaped them that Red Skull looks li almost exactly like he does in the comic. Well, I just had this. Oh, he, like, oh, let me see. His head's a Red Skull. <laughs> you always say, like, you know, years ago, you said, like, you know, you'd never see a Captain America movie. I didn't that. think I would. So yeah. at the time, like, you would freak out if you ever got it. But now you're getting it. Now all these people are fucking, well, I'm going to complain about it. Hey, well, if they just wanna, accept the fact that it might be well, good. And if they want to complain, go back and look at that piece of shit starring J.D. Salinger's kid, <laughs> where the Red Skull was Italian. Yeah, he was Italian, that's right. Okay. And and Captain America escaped not once but twice by by pulling this gag after he'd been kidnapped. <laughs> Would you mind pulling the car over? I'm gonna be thick. <laughs> that's twice. How he, twice in the movie. I'm not making that that's up. That's how he escapes. Just terrible. It's a good ploy. Uh let's see. You don't hey, if it works. You, you don't want him to throw up in your car. That's true. Uh let's see. Uh oh uh, I, I never thought we'd say Oscar winner Trent Reznor. Oh, I love it. Uh, Nine Inch Nails uh, guy uh, doing the... Now, what did he win uh, for? It was best score. Social Network. Yeah, Social best, Network. Best original score. He, uh, he is going to be doing the score for Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> the score in that movie is beautiful, and it, it only adds to the, to the story. Oh, it's, good. it's really good. Good. And I want him to party with Eminem and 3-6 Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got some uh, Wonder Woman news, casting. The cast is coming together for the TV series. Scott Pierce. Amazon McBeal, um, Elizabeth Hurley is playing the mm. villain. I mean, oh, the uh, ruthless businesswoman Veronica Kale. Mm -hmm. All right, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. And, and, and the heroic guy, the, the 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 big industrialist guy, Carrie Ellis. Yeah, the uh, he is the CEO. Remember, we gave you this casting list. The CEO of Themyscira Industries. Uh -huh. Uh, which frees up Diana Prince to go fighting crime. So 
Carrie Ewells will, uh, and now he's reportedly a potential love interest. 21-year age difference. I don't want to get into that, but there you go. <laughs> Apparently, James Spader was unavailable. <laughs> um, and I read a really funny column on uh, Comic Book Resources Robot 6, which said, now let me get this right. <laughs> We've got a superheroine who also runs a pharmaceutical-type company, and she's got all these millions. Correct us if we're wrong, but wasn't this also the plot of uh, Halle Berry's Catwoman? Oh. <laughs> Oh my, I didn't even Just think Just scratch of that. out Catwoman and write Wonder Woman. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, David E. Kelly. <laughs> uh, also uh, cast are uh, Tracy Toms. She was on Cold Case. I don't know. As personal assistant, Etta Candy. And uh, the good wife's uh, Pedro Pascal as a police officer who helps Wonder Woman every now and then. It's going to be terrible. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got to, oh. It's going to pilot, though. It is. It's going to pilot. Uh, let's see. We got some casting for the uh, Superman reboot. Um, we got Martha Kent. We got Ma Kent. Mm, I mean, oh. Hey, Clark, your mom's kind of hot. <laughs> Milf Kent. Milf Kent. <laughs> Diane Lane. Oh, God. Yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. She's always been gorgeous. Yeah. And, you know, I. And she only gets better with age, too. Yeah. So, so, you, uh. got, so you got Peter Parker's mom is, uh, is Sally, Sally Field. Field. <laughs> or not mom, but Aunt, Aunt May. Sally Field. I think uh, Superman wins. Yeah, in, in the uh, he's winning. The... <laughs> Superman is winning. Clark, can I come over? Your mom's kind of hot. <laughs> Let's play at your house. Let's can we play at your house, Clark? Oh. All right. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, let's see. Um, the uh, Dark Knight Rises. We got a few uh, spoilery stuff about that. Apparently, uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon himself has read the script. Or talked with Christopher Nolan about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. Gary Oldman, and uh, said that uh, he thinks that he says, "Boy, how do you top uh, Dark Knight?" We think he's done it. Ooh. That's what he said. Uh, here's here's what we have as far as what may be happening on the show uh, in the movie. Uh, Anne Hathaway let it slip that she is in fact going to be Catwoman, which you know, duh, really. I don't know why that's big news, but uh, apparently. She starts the at the start of the movie. It's unknown what side she's on, but by the end of the movie, she is uh, on Batman's side, which I guess could lead to a romantical thing. Uh, the main adversary is not necessarily Bane, Tom Hardy, but the League of Shadows. You may remember from hmm. the from the from the Batman Begins. Oh yeah, the League of Shadows. Yeah, Ray Shal Ghoul's guys. Yeah, uh, under the direction of Talia. Agu. Uh, in this uh, scenario, Bane is Talia's muscle and possible lover. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is involved in the league, but it's unknown if he's playing Black Mask or something else. And uh, yeah, so there you go. Well, that sounds villainy. Villainy. <laughs> it's villainy. So there's that. And uh, you know, once again, I wish Brian was here. The the, the 3D Star Wars. <sighs> you know, I mean, it's it's everywhere, but. Uh, it's, it's, you know, they're going to start with the Phantom Menace. I just, there's nothing, I've gotten into this with Brian about it, there's nothing in that film, though, that's going to make me want to experience it in 3D. And pa- pod race? No, I hate the pod race. I don't care. I'm just saying it might, you know, I mean, in 3D, I, it might. I and he know. said that, you know, like the, the trench run and, and, and the battles and, you know, all the uh-huh. TIE fighters and whatnot. Watto flying around in 3D? Yeah, I just, but even in the originals, I just, I don't, I 
I just like so the originals. Even, even like New Hope and Empire 3D, you won't go? I'll, I'll probably go. You will. But, but I don't think I'll... Yeah, because we'll be invited to the screening. Of course yeah, you will. Well, yeah. <laughs> invited to the screening, I'll go. But I'm not going to pay you money to go see Phantom Menace. I will tell you that right it now. Is, it is a year from now. It's uh, February 12th of 2012. And uh, it says that uh, ILM is supervising meticulous conver- conversion being done, utmost respect, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> It's Mis- good. Misa sick it's is good. all I can say. Lucas gave his nerds something to do on Valentine's Day so they don't cry oh. at home. <laughs> that <laughs> was awfully considerate. I guess we could go to the movie. I don't have a date tonight. I have movie plans. That's right. We're gonna go see. We're gonna go see it in three D. <laughs> um, you know, but kids. Yeah. I guess little kids are digging the prequels. So yeah, yeah, yeah. dig them all they want. Yeah. So I'm sure you know another way for George to print money. <laughs> Yes. Apparently, apparently he gets money every time. You know, on, on the Android phones? Uh-huh. You know when it goes, droid. Apparently, he gets money every time. Is, uh, is that what your I was, phone says droid? Is what I was or told. Anybody's? No, I got an iPhone. But oh. you, you know those. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to. Yeah. No, Thank know. you. Now I need to get rid of my phone. No, that's, that's what I Thank heard. you. I, I, someone check on that and see. I, it, it was just a, some, some guy was telling me this earlier in the week, and I didn't get a chance to check that. But uh, he, yeah, it's like every time you hear that droid, he gets a, he gets like a you know a half a cent or something. I don't know what it was. But. He has a tube in his house where coins just fall out. <laughs> Hey, thanks, guys. Has anyone seen George? Oh, my God, he's been buried under the coins. We haven't seen him for weeks. He's got a Scrooge McDuck tower full of coins from his droids. Meanwhile, Jet Lucas is covering up his father's disappearance under the money, <laughs> dressing up as his father. and <laughs> It was a diving board accident into the coins. <laughs> Had his chin removed to look like his father. I'm not seeing... I don't know what Jet Lucas looks like. I don't know... I, I, I'll, I'll bet he's a little portly thing. I'll bet he's just. <laughs> I hope so. I'll bet he's round. Anyway, uh, he's, he's swathed in flannel. He's handsome because he's a bully. <laughs> uh, that's right. No, he'd be. Uh, just picks on his dad all that's day. That's right. Uh, anyway, that's that's about what I have as far as broken news goes. What did you guys uh, have anything? Yeah, I had a couple things. Uh, apparently, the British studios where Harry the Harry Potter movies were going to be shot. Mm-hmm. They're gonna once all the shooting's done. Uh, early next year, they're going to start actually offering tours, Ooh. so Harry Potter fans can see where the movies were shot. Oh, because well, the, the music park wasn't enough. Apparently not. <laughs> no, I and, want the real thing. And so, and Sony bought a pitch from Channing Tatum. What? Sony bought a pitch from Channing Tatum. He, he had an idea. Yep. <laughs> for <laughs> for yet another adult redo of Peter Pan. Oh, yeah, I read about this. It's just called Pan. Yes, and in his version, Peter Pan and Captain Hooker Brothers. Aw. He picked on me when we were kids. Yep. And he cut his hand off, too. I'll bet Captain Hook's handsome. Mm, probably. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman could not be reached for comment. Oh, man. Yeah. If like, I... Ugh. Yeah. That sounds awful. Oh, well, yeah, let him do it. Whatever. <laughs> Just let him. It. Put him in his tights. Just let him do his thing. I don't give a shit. Steven Spielberg's <laughs> going, by all means, make it. Please make this. People forget how bad Hook was. <laughs> now, so would Channing Tatum be playing Peter Pan? Yep. Will, will they have to do like Robin Williams and remove his forearm hair? You know? A couple watches under there. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anything? If I can uh, encourage people to go see Rango. Oh. It's really good. Yes, and there's another reason to be doing this. It would make me and Jimmy really happy because it's not showing in 3D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and but but it was number one over the over the weekend, 38 million. Yeah, which 
was not only the biggest opening for any movie in 2011 so far. Nice. Uh, the fact that it made that much money without having the extra boosted 3D sales. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of studio people at uh, Paramount who were very happy. Good. Oh, really? Yes. By good. the way, the animation good. is by ILM. Yeah. A pretty good job, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I need to go see this. It's I, really good. I, I told I told Sue, I says, yeah, Jeff and Jimmy, they, they thought it was great. Really? It's yeah. the first one that like yeah. I, I think of the year in, in a while, actually, that actually puts a, a good fight against Pixar. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. That good. Uh, the animation's beautiful, and the story's actually, you know, well-written. It's not kitty-fight in any sort no. of way. Hmm. Okay. So, good times. And, and then I have to be a really good husband. Um, Kat <laughs> is having her first uh, art show, solo art show. Uh, it's actually the day after our big uh, mediocre geek show podcast extravaganza. Mm-hmm. So while you're recovering from your hangover. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so it's March 20th, I think, because mm-hmm. everything... That's Sunday, yes. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday, March 20th. It's at uh, Ulysses Salon, downtown Salt Lake City, uh, 629 East uh, State Street. Oh, no, 629 South State Street. So, so. Uh, uh, I guess uh, on the 19th at uh, 2 o'clock, are we in the theater? At we are in theater, too. Okay, great. Uh, we are going to be uh, recording uh, Geek Show podcast shows, well, one, and then a mediocre show, geek show team-up. That is going to be insane. And then the third show will be Mediocre Show only. Yes. Poor Hope from Mediocre Show is going to be stuck in the middle of that Geek Show Mediocre Show sausage fest. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hope. Yeah. <laughs> we got to figure out. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Anyway, so, that, so that'll so that be going on. And uh, you just, uh, you, I guess you just show up. Right? Get, get your tickets. Get your tickets at MediocreShow.com. Oh, oh, it is a it is a ticketed event? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. And, and you will actually want a ticket because I've heard about some of the things that are going to happen. <laughs> wow, and I'm I'm uh, I, I hear it's eighteen and older too. Oh yeah, just so you know. Uh, let's see now. Uh, uh, anything else? Oh well, what, what's uh, what's the movie for uh, the twenty seventh? What have we? Uh, what has uh, been decided for well, the Geek Show movie night? Oh yeah, at well Bru- at Ruby's. Well, since uh, April Fool's Day is going to be only a couple days later, we are showing our April Fool's program finally. Yeah, Run Ronnie Run and Brain Candy. Oh good. Yeah. Oh good. It's all about the sketch. Oh, That's going to be a good one. So that'll be uh, free at Ruby's uh, 5 p.m. on the 27th. That, no, baby, that's my heart on. You gave that to me. <laughs> you know what I'm sad about that I found out today? Is that they're not screening Sucker Punch for us. I'm not hearing good things. That's, I'm so sad because it, visually it looks so good, but yeah. visual, the visual, visuals do not uh, a movie you make. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, I know you'll, you probably had this on your DVD list for weeks down the road. I'm just telling people right now, if you're going to buy this on March 22nd or rent this on March 22nd, hmm? buy a lot of booze because you're going to need it to watch Skyline, which finally comes out on oh, DVD. And we're going to have a contest on our Facebook page to give away copies of Skyline. So it's a good drinking movie. Oh, God, it is. Yes. <laughs> That's so, the, uh, the Big Movie Mouth Off Facebook page. On the Facebook Big Movie Mouth Off page, yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's uh, get to the brand new episode recorded live at uh, Brewies. Is that a kind of a Hyundai? <laughs> Prepare yourself. Please to enjoy. Hi, this is Carrie, and of course, uh, the reason that we have this podcast is because of fine sponsors like our brand new sponsor, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Go to their website and give them some love. Here's the thing. They are serious collectors. 
All right. Authorized dealers of all the products that they sell. Been in business since 2003, so you can trust them. They primarily deal in these limited edition collectibles. We're talking like movie replicas, statues, busts, one-of-a-kind pieces of art. Uh, new products coming in all the time. They want to be your stop on the internet for all of your collectibles. Now, the reason you should trust them? They are collectors themselves. They understand your obsession. They understand your value of trust, especially when you're dealing with high-end products like these. Uh, so they know what it's like to suffer the pains of subpar customer service. So they handle each order personally. They take each order seriously. You've got all kinds of prop replicas on this website. It's terrific, including replica costumes. And I'm not talking those ones you see at Target. These are really, really nice accurate movie collectibles so go see them give them some love from geek show tell them geek show says hey secret compass collectibles.com all one word secret compass collectibles.com if you're looking for something absolutely unique for either you or a friend look no further than grimleys.com each and every grimly is handmade hand-painted and 100 awesome we can make a grimly of just about anything. Your favorite superheroes, villains, and horror characters come to life with Grimley's custom collectibles. We even have a full line of cool creatures for just about any taste, from super cute squidlies to brain-slurping zombies. Custom orders are always welcome. Come check us out on Facebook or head over to Grimley's.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S.com. Thank you for the laughs, Mr. Participant. Mr. Participant. It's because it's supposedly rear entry. And I, of course, am an expert on haircuts. It takes you and nine of your friends to get it started. I do not hate Justin Bieber. Using our patented <laughs> dogfish technology. Well, I, I think it was a Hyundai of some kind. Oh, okay, here you go. I've got something for you here. Okay. Oh, Which? there you go. Good uh, oh, transition. Okay. What? May I suggest myself for that one? Yeah. I'll uh, wait for the next one. Geekshowpodcast.com and uh, geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to it. Yeah. Hey. Woo! We, we are at Dubruvies here in Salt Lake City. It's a Ooh. cinema pub. Ruby's cinema pub. It's where they and show you movies. Can and watch you can, movies and drink beer. And you can have an adult beverage. That's right. And a French dip sandwich. Mm. Oh, only when it's on special, bruh. Oh, that's true. That's true. Bruh. Ask for it. Bruh. Uh, let's uh, you know, welcome the sponsors, thank them, and uh, then we'll meet the panel. Uh, I want to thank uh, PCLaptops.com. Dan can fix any brand of PC, and if you I get a... Uh, huh? I said, I... Wow. Oh, you need that is what you need. Uh, also, if you get your desktop through him, lifetime desktop parts and labor warranty. Damn Nobody straight. does that but him. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection 2043 East 3300 South. Isn't it nice to have a friendly comic book store? So uh, he is. Go in and get uh, a hold from uh, those guys. My only reservation is that they should just, cha- just change the name to The Enablers. The Enablers. SecretCompassCollectibles.com, where uh, I'm going to purchase the Chalice of Cali. So Calima! Drink from the skull and go into a, a hallucinogenic state. Hells yeah. Uh, also, uh, the North American Discworld uh, Convention. Uh, Terry Pratchett, Sir Terry Pratchett, will be there, and uh, it all benefits his favorite charities, which is uh, uh, Alzheimer's and orangutans. There yeah, you go. That's right. Two yeah. things. You have the what librarian in the Discworld book was an orangutan, and Terry Pratchett has Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's so hmm. NADWCon.org. It's in Madison, Wisconsin, July 8th through the 11th. Also want to thank Newmont University. Uh, why don't you get a job with the computers? Because they're the, they're the future, Scott Pierce. Is that like the Facebook? 
It's like the Faces book, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's like your future overlord. It is. Uh, Newmont.edu. <laughs> uh, that's N-E-U-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. The Facebook is on computers now. It's on the computers now. Also want, also want to thank uh, the Beam Me Up Scotties for our opening theme. They are performing at Uncommon Grounds in Ogden on Friday, March 18th at 7 p.m. So go see them. All right. So All right. Let's meet the panel. The what panel. kind of a doctor is Dr. Volts? Uh, a doctor He's actually of, a doctor of geekometrics. Oh. Geeksology. Geeksology? Yeah. I've, I've been through the whole gamut with, with Dr. Volts from start to finish, and they're amazing customer service-wise. Oh, they really are. Let's meet the panel, Scott Pierce. Hi, I'm back, even though Carrie hates me. I don't hate you. Shut up, you. Uh, <laughs> it's Shannon that hates you. Oh, yeah, I was Char- wrong. It's Shannon who hates me. It's just Charlie Sheen that hates you, Scott. That's true. This uh, episode, they're going to debate the merits of Golden Girls for an hour. <laughs> Leave me and my blow alone. As, uh, uh, I promise that Scott and I will not dominate the, the episode we'll t- this apologize. time. I uh, apologize. That was my fault. because no, it was my fault. I kept begging you on. Uh, SLTrib.com to read his uh, TV criticism. Could and, he, uh, can you even possibly email me and I might possibly email you back. Spierce at sltrib.com. sltrib.com. And uh, slugmag.com is where you find Jimmy Martin's uh, reviews. How do you do? Along with uh, Jeff Weiss, his big movie mouth-off partner. Paralleluniverse.msn.com is where you can read my stuff. Jeff will be covering Comic-Con for them and uh, writes the occasional uh, mm-hmm. very important article. It's it's interesting that it's somehow appropriate that, that you've gone from one parallel universe to another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at least you've left the evil Voldemort dimension. <sighs> Lee George Cade, ladies and gentlemen. Lee George Cade. Hi. Hi, Lee. He's the last toy maker to the king. I Well, I, I was. There was, was one of five, but he executed the other four. So uh, check out our website, grimleys.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S. We're uh, actually doing some secret licensed projects. So if you want to see a Grimley's Incredible Hulk, Ooh. you'll want to go check out our website. Huh. We've been challenged, and we'll rise to that challenge. Yes, sir. Yes. If it's a secret, how come you put it on the internet? Uh, because nobody reads the internet. Oh. That's true. Yeah. I mean, the internet's made of porn and cats. Nobody actually looks at the for Facebook. And no, no. I just no. like cat porn. If if they didn't want anybody to read it, they'd put it in the Voldemort news. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, true. no, that would be if they didn't want anyone to believe it. Yeah, but oh. I've noticed, you know, any anybody who's using the internet really, they're just using it for porn, Facebook, and Netflix, and I'm not any, you know, really any one of those. So. Porn flicks. I enjoy the porn flicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my queue. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tutal Tony is the official uh, designated driver for uh, GeekShowPodcast.com. Triple T. Hey. Got him, Triple he's, T. Uh, he's the guy that if you're having a problem with the, the, the podcast or the website or anything, talk to him. Yeah, uh, leave I'm, us alone. I'm out of it. <laughs> Dang it. I'm out of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to tell you your overthruster is broken. Yeah. <laughs> it's and not my uh, fault. It's yours. And there you go. Wait, what about me? Oh, Shannon. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you were dead. Well, no, that's it. I'm just almost dead, asshole. Actually, I have... I have Hi, well, I'll just introduce myself. Hi, my name's Shannon Barnson. No, I have I have fan mail. I used to be a participant in this fucking program. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just the hand that keeps the fucking thing from buzzing. <laughs> Uh, this background, for those of you folks, our mixer is not working unless Shannon touches it. I have to fucking touch it. Yeah, my name's Shannon. Um, and you got the touch. Shannon's become the I John Ritter of the show. His, uh, and now you can either find me Wednesdays at... 
Pub quiz. <laughs> Lucky 13 doing a pub quiz. Or I'm his, on my couch or sticking his, it up. Or his dead weight is making the show yeah, go. Yeah, my moist palm. Actually, oh, I have God. fan mail for you, Shane. Oh, good. That's good to hear. But first, let's introduce our host, Carrie oh, Jackson. No, I don't. X96.com. No, no. It's uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. I used to he be a team player. He used to be a team player. player. <laughs> so did I. This is fan mail for Shannon exclusively. Oh, good, good. Very early nice. in the show for me to be crying and snorting. I'm sorry. I was feeding my toddler lunch the other day when I stopped and did a double take. I started laughing out loud when I realized I had just told him fiercely to eat more ham. <laughs> or there was no way in hell he was getting a cookie. Thank you for the laughs, Mr. Participant. Mr. Participant. It says right there from, from John. Really sweet. You know, that's what we used to call the autistic kids I worked for back in the 90s. <laughs> Participants. Well, hey, I'm participating. <laughs> hey, Josh, don't make him eat too much ham because he'll have to stop at eating it all when he's 39 years old. And he'll watch out. There's a lot of sodium in ham. Uh, back off on the ham there, Josh. All right, let's see. Where where, where, where to begin? Where to begin? Oh, uh, Justin Bieber news. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's well, where we're starting? You know what? Can I, I'm going to say this right now. I, don't, I, do, I do not hate Justin Bieber. You don't? I don't. Hmm. Okay. And I don't understand the hate for him. I really don't. I don't hate him. Nope. I just didn't need a documentary about him. Whether he's like, oh, who the I, fuck did? I got famous and then Usher gave me a hug. It was oh, great. No, but that wasn't made for you, Jimmy. And Jimmy, if that was made for you, we need to talk after the show. And, <laughs> and I'm with Shannon. I don't hate Justin Bieber. I just hate his fans. Mm. Oh, mm. You hate you little kids? Yes. I Did actually, you see clearly. Well, the Isn't ones that who attacked obvious? the one who won, uh, the, I don't know the girl's name, that won Best New Artist uh, at the Grammys. Oh, yeah, and also they just attacked the hell out of her. She's like, I just won. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see to, his to his response to CSI? Oh, yeah, uh, he was shot. Yes, he was CSI. shot bloodily and, and killed. Yes. Yeah. I got to say, was shot? as someone that uh, has dealt with many of several generations of children over the last couple of years, you know, I can't begrudge some Pervert. kid that's actually worked hard to get where he is okay. and actually okay. sticks to something. Okay. All and, right. uh, you know, and I'm sorry, he's successful. And, Shut and, the fuck up. And he has a sense of humor about himself. Yeah. The only I person think it I seems know, like a nice enough kid. The okay. only person I know Fucking has assholes. any right to really hate <laughs> Justin Bieber is my my ten year old daughter. She's sick to death of him, but she's got a reason to hate him. She's tired of all of her friends yacking about him. I okay. like his sure. new haircut. He well, would. I do not like his haircut. I'll tell you that. Really? <laughs> no, I do. That's all right. Well, you, you know he got it cut short, right? Yeah, I saw it. Believe me, I showed it better. I showed some of the girls in my class, well, and they were like, and "No!" I, and I, of course, am an expert on haircuts. That's true. <laughs> Let me ask you guys, because you saw the Justin Bieber movie. No, we didn't. No, they didn't did show it to us. Oh, you didn't? Nope. You still haven't seen it? No. I was going to ask <laughs> you how... Wait, I'm going to pay wait, for that shit. Wait, oh, okay. Well, I'm well, sorry. Well, and why would I've we? Our, like, our reviews would matter to 12-year-old yeah. girls yeah. and desperate 40-year-old women. It's critic proof. And oh, okay. More desperate 40-year-old men. Did anyone... <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> did anyone see it? I dreamed it. Uh, well, it's, oh, okay. it's it's making some money, so apparently people saw it. Isn't there was, a PG thirteen version coming out? Was it directed well? Uh, from what I've heard, yes. <laughs> it actually got I, halfway decent reviews, didn't it? Mm. I'll um, wait for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> when, he, yes. when he dies of a heroin overdose, well, because. Uh, you love Justin Bieber and you love the G.I. Joe movie. I don't love him and I don't like listening to his no, no. music, you but don't I don't understand hate him. that hate. Okay. Bieber. And you also don't understand the hate of the G.I. Joe movie, right? I don't well, understand I sort that either. I understand the hate for that, but I don't. Is Bieber the G.I. Joe? I don't, I don't understand the hate for the G.I. Joe movie. It was harmless. 
It was stupid had, as shit. It was, was stupid as shit, but I was entertained. Retarded. Jimmy and I are going to go see the Justin Bieber movie that they make from the rehearsal video after he dies. <laughs> Justin Bieber, this is it? This is it, yes. <laughs> and that's what it'll be this called. This Bieber it. Uh, 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 it'll be the uncensored version. It'll be this is shit. This no. <laughs> well, uh, John Chu is the director of the Bieber movie, and he is going to direct G.I. Joe 2. What? Yeah. yeah. Good. G.I. Bieber. I hope, I hope he shows I hope, up. I hope Bieber is uh, Cobra Commander. You know, I hope he plays. Well. I hope he plays um, Shipwreck's parrot. I'm just. I'm just wondering if. Uh, I'm just wondering if Joseph Gordon Levitt's still going to play a Cobra Commander now that he has a thriving career. Um, actually, <laughs> that was there, a bad idea. There is a doubt that he will. Yeah. Well, they don't need it. They just need some guy that can put all that shit on his face and hide behind. Exactly. Hide yeah. behind things and go. <laughs> and breathe poorly. I'll may, get may, you next time, G.I. Joe. May I suggest myself for that role? Yeah. I think you would be excellent. Uh, it says here uh, Channing Tatum is uh, contractually obligated to return his due. Well, he's, sure, and he doesn't wow. care about it. Man, is he pissed. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, wow. I hate to interrupt about the G.I. Joe movie, but can we lower this camera every time our waitress from Ruby's goes by? She's, she's ducking. She's doing everything she can to stay out of the camera shot. Can we lower that every time she passes? Oh, it's been fun. Just because she's been she's been trying Unreal. really hard not to get in the shot, and I think if we dropped it every every time she goes by six inches, this oh. could be the best show ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when she walks by with shiny keys, Lee is going to lose. Oh, that's it. true. So GI Joe, this this will blow your this will blow your mind, Lee. She also hula hoops. Wow. This could be the best show ever. All right. So I had that. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Ooh, I see news in there that's gonna ooh, just gonna piss what? me off. What this? Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. I, did, I, didn't oh, know yeah. they, I didn't know you had an opinion on this. Oh, I Jesus, do oh I have? A, Here we go again. Oh, oh, it's preacher. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I, I thought maybe two and a half men news was coming up again. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, so uh, preacher is one is one of our favorite comics. My, my all time favorite, favorite comic. Mine too. And uh, let me let me just uh, tell everyone what it is. Uh, it's uh, created by Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. Uh, ran from 95 to 2000. Told the story of a down-and-out Texas preacher possessed by Genesis, a supernatural entity conceived by the unnatural coupling of an angel and a demon. Isn't that a kind of Hyundai? And, and yeah. it's Genesis. Genesis. It's yes. It was a filthy. band. It's, uh, <laughs> it's craven. It's Irreverent. Irreverent. It's anti-religion. It's anti-everything. It's anti, yeah, it's fucking beautiful. So, is it anti-religion or is oh. it just mocking religion? No, oh God, yes. Well, it, it, it both. Here's Garth Ennis. It's anti. Here's more of it. Given immense powers, the preacher teamed. Uh, the preacher teamed with an old girlfriend and Tulip. a and a hard-drinking Irish vampire, Cassidy, to set out on a journey across America to find God, who apparently has abandoned his duties in heaven, and hold him accountable for his negligence. Yes, now, kill him. Yeah, now now Jesse Custer, who's the preacher. He's he's gotten a, a ability from uh, being possessed by Genesis, which is he's basically got the word of God. He can tell you what to do. Yeah. So, so the guy to go fuck himself. The guy pulls his yes. mirror off. And yeah. nah, nah, nah. Yep. So wow, is he going to run for the state legislature? He probably will. So uh, they finally. Well, they they. Did he stop that? God. <laughs> You keep well. You don't have headphones on, so you don't know. Every time you move that fucking mug, okay, this mug is going to sit over here, oh. and you'll never hear it again. God, all right. My apologies. I can't hear a thing through my headphones. I, so know, I didn't realize. I know. <laughs> my mistake. Um, uh, DJ Caruso is uh, going to direct it. Well, uh, allegedly, because allegedly. as you may remember, this has been through 
how many different directors. It, it, to start with, originally, Rachel Talaley, who directed the Tank Girl movie, was going to make Preacher into a movie. Mm. And then, then it was going to be an HBO miniseries co-created by Mark Steven Johnson, the, guy, the genius who brought us Ghost Rider and Daredevil, <laughs> and that fell through. And then Sam Mendes was going to direct it, which actually, if anybody had made it, Sam Mendes would have been a good choice. Well, and Aronofsky, uh, Darren Aronofsky also wanted to do it. Yes, but, but, but instead... Instead, it's DJ Caruso. Now, your problem with him is... I am number four. Ugh. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, or and, the, and my problem with is that movie should just never be fucking made. It's unadaptable. It will not be good. You would have to puss out everything that makes Preacher you would. Yeah, you would have to pull the... Do, do guts out of that whole See, I remember, story. I remember you talking about this. And I think the only way you could do it is if you did an HBO miniseries. HBO, That's what I you know, think. I don't HBO even think you could do it. I don't know. You've never read it, have you, Jimmy? You told me about it. You've told I've me, told, you've told you about it. I'm saying, but the content, HBO will take dares and go beyond a normal network I would, or I a movie. I don't know if HBO would take that. Yeah, what what you right? would have to read this. It's like way yes. beyond the pale. What about the Maybe producers stars. Spartacus? I think yeah. they'd have the balls to do I it. I was going to say, if you can do uh, the Spartacus on No, uh, I think, I mean, Spartacus... Spartacus, Spartacus there's lots of fighting and fucking in it. Yes. And, but, but and I don't, lots and, of like ultraviolence, but there's not the... Thematic, like religious yeah. stuff. Oh, okay, I say you're you're saying that violence and and all that is fine, but uh, the American people will yes. not take uh, sacrilege. There, there's no. too much. There's too much outrage. I you, and I, and I agree. Right. And I agree with you on the sexual thing, but I just can't see HBO approving a scene in which a guy fucks a big thing made out of meat. That's true. I, now, I, on the other hand, we do have a network that is desperate and has new ownership, so. Coming to you on NBC, <laughs> <laughs> meat fucker. I mean, I just don't think they could do it. Like, I mean, okay, like if they, if it was just like sexual and violent, I yeah. they could pull it off. But if it's sexual and violent, and it's so irreverent, like, so irreverent, and so like anti-religion, and the guy, you know, there's a retarded descendant of Jesus in it. Yeah, that's all fat. I forgot about that. Falls yeah. out of a plane and splats a guy. A, a, a devotee of. Kurt Cobain, who shot himself in the face and survived, and now they call him Arseface. Because his face looks like a giant asshole. <laughs> yeah. So that's part of the reason why I think uh, Spartacus gets away with the sacrilege is it's not our sacrilege. Right. It's uh, our uh, one god. A, a, a bald dude who gets cut on the top of his head, and now his head looks like a giant dick, dick for the rest of the series. They just can't do it. Yeah, that, I, that's no. true. Okay, I, I, I can only see it possibly as HBO, but it sure as ain't fuck going to be DJ Caruso who does this on this on the <laughs> no. screen. So, yeah, so you're basically saying chance. it's going to be about as faithful to preacher as uh, Constantine was to Hellblazer. Less. Hmm. It would have to be less. Hmm. Yeah, they would have to. Constantine to me had nothing to do with Hellblazer at all. I liked Constantine. Yeah, though. actually, I did too. That was a decent and I never see, but I'd never. It was read decent enough, source. but I loved the Hellblazer comic, and and the two really had very little to do with each other. Hmm. And unless somebody just gave somebody like the hundred million dollars and said, "Here, go ahead and make a preacher movie. We're not going to say a goddamn thing. Go ahead and make the preacher movie you want to make based on the series." Take whatever you want to and, and just do it. That's the only way well, it should be made. If somebody gave me $100 million, well, I'm going to Brazil. I have an idea. <laughs> For $300 million, we'll buy the rights to Preacher. Maybe me, you, and Nathan Fillion. Let's, let's get our own, <laughs> our own thing on the Facebook. Yeah, we'll get our own but site together. Does everything need to be made into a goddamn movie? No. According I, to Hollywood, yes. 
I, I agree with you. I mean, but again, 10 years ago, movie. if you'd have told me 10 years ago they're making a Captain America movie, I would have said that's going to fail miserably. And you know what's yeah, funny well, is is so. you see all these, uh, just watched uh, Guardians of Gahul, which was okay for a kid's movie, but no one's adapted Bone. Jeff Smith's Bone movie would be one of the most easily adaptable kids' movies out there. No one's touched it anywhere near. Actually, I, Lee, what's that? it was in development as an animated movie. They just could not get the funds to actually make it. I, but it's I a no-brainer to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I think you're probably right. I think the one taboo that we would have a very difficult time getting past is religion. You know, anti-mocking religion. But it is interesting the stuff because I used to say for years that Lord of the Rings couldn't be made into a movie. Well, well yeah, because of those its scale. Are for, yeah, that's yeah, different reasons. Yeah, but, but if you take a look at religion in TV shows, though, Big Love, yeah, especially this last season, has been. Uber Mormony. I mean, they've been really peeling back and showing yep. a lot of Mormon stuff, even yep. more so than the complaints from the early years. Yep. Uh, so I don't know. Well, oh, but that's Mormons. That's not. Uh, yeah, it's, most it's people. Not, are, it's, it's not, not the like big one. Not you know the big mean? one. Yeah. Most people out of Utah think Mormonism's a cult. So it's, so it's, say, it's, outside it's an of, easy target. Outside of Utah, no one cares. Yeah. All right. Uh, I would. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Read the read the comic is what we're saying. Yes, read the uh, comic. Don't ever go see the movie because it'll stink. I'm looking forward to Jimmer the movie. Uh, Jimmer, <laughs> uh, you know that's going to get made. I don't. know. You know what? Here's my prediction. Story. Here's my prediction. Is. I would never predict this under any other circumstances. BYU's basketball team will play in the Final Four. Do you know why? Why? Because I will be out of the country and miss it and kill myself. <laughs> oh, it's God. because of Jimmer Christ. You know, if you kill yourself over a basketball game, I'm going to be really disappointed in you. That would be, yeah. Maybe a soccer game. I'm, I'm going to think a little less of football. you. Jim or Christ. I'm going to start saying that from now on. <laughs> well, I always thought that, well, never mind. That blonde boy can play some basketball. I'm writing down Jim or Christ. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Here's, uh, here's a little something. You know, every time I turn on the internet, I see that Guillermo del Toro's working on something else. Yep. Yeah, he's he's, he's become his, the new Robert Rodriguez. He's got his fingers in more pies than I mean. <laughs> anyone, and then, <laughs> I wish I had my finger in that many pies. Mm, and then, pie. and then it's like, okay, I'm going to start working on The Hobbit, and then he gets a heart attack, <laughs> and so he stops. And then I, I read today that he's going to start making TV commercials. And what? Yeah. On top of that, he's written some very for good for Doritos <laughs> <laughs> for the Genesis for the Hyundai Genesis. I don't know what, but now. I, I found this, and this is uh, some older news. This is uh, he, he and Jim Henson's uh, people are working on a 3D stop, ma- stop motion animated Pinocchio. 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 Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but they say it's going to be dark. Mm. Well, sure. Well, it's Guillermo <laughs> well, yeah. del Toro. I just, I just like want Pan's somebody Labyrinth. to make this Pinocchio movie based off of Guillermo del Toro's notes. Because if you haven't read anything that Guillermo del Toro has written, you don't realize how much this guy swears. He oh, drops yeah. the F-bomb. What's the like va- every third word? He's got the vampire mo- uh, books out that are pretty oh, the good. the strain thing. Yeah, the he's strain. He's going the-, the odd direction of making uh, Geppetto a pedophile. So <laughs> it's going to be weird. That is an interesting choice. Well, isn't that whole trip to the island, even in the Disney movie, kind of dark? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, and that's what he says. He says, uh, there has to be darkness in any fairy tale or children's narrative work. Something the Brothers Grimm, Hans Christian Andersen, and Walt Disney understood. We tend to call something Disney-fied, but a lot of people forget how powerfully disturbing the best animated Disney movies are, including those kids being turned into donkeys Yeah, Mm -hmm. in Pinocchio. I just remember, uh, because I was a little kid, the the whale, Monstro the Whale, gave me me nightmares. That thing was mean looking. You know. (laughs) 
the donkey thing didn't bother me. I thought it would be kind of cool. But, <laughs> but really? Monstro was... But you lived on a farm. That's true. Actually, <laughs> I actually um, tried to jump off the Pinocchio ride when it went towards the whale when I was about four years old. <laughs> I was so no, out of there. No, we I don't want to. eat my whale. We've lost more kids that way on that ride. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen to what he says about uh, Pinocchio. And this is interesting to me. The blue fairy is really a dead girl's spirit. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Now, okay. is he getting this from the original source material, or is he just making it That's up? That's what he's looking at. Okay. Uh, Pinocchio has strange moments of lucid dreaming bordering on hallucination with black rabbits. <laughs> and he spends a lot of time working in a bordello with a giant nose of his. The sperm whale that swallows Pinocchio... Hang on. Let me read that again. Sperm whale? The sperm whale that swallows Pinocchio. <laughs> sperm and swallow in the same sentence. It was actually a giant dogfish. What? Ooh. Which allows for more classical scale and design. The many uh, mishaps Pinocchio goes through include several near-death close calls. What, kind, what the hell is a dogfish? It's a type it's of fish. Fish. It's it like, like a, a big dog. shark. It's like a little yeah. shark. It's kind of like a, I don't know. So anyway, he's he's making it, and uh, here's I'll look it up right now. This is even cooler. Uh, Nick Cave is going to do the music. Oh shit! Oh, that's yeah. that's yeah. very cool. It's yeah. really dark. I wonder how dark his old El Paso uh, <laughs> salsa commercials are going to be. <laughs> when they well, say those guys get a rope, it's going to get all fucked up. Especially if he does the, if he does the narration, get a fucking rope. <laughs> I just always want to see a Hobbit with a Swiffer. New yeah, York fucking city. I should have printed up that story about how he's going to be making TV commercials, yeah. but I I didn't. I I should have. Those Swiffer commercials are pretty dark. Yeah. yeah. We're doing all this product placement. These fucking we'll Swiffer won't get all the. Well, no, you have you seen the ones where the ground. where the dust and the dirt really do they just want to die? Yeah, because they're depressed. <laughs> and it's like, where are they going to take us away? Well, I always felt that those raid commercials could have been a lot more dark. <laughs> they really could have. You know, or hot they, pockets. Carrie, do you get free stuff because you mentioned products on the air? I'm just curious. Not as far as you know. Oh, I'm just curious. <laughs> as far as you know. Or as far as... Because I'm trying to think how many times I mentioned Hyundai Genesis. How much ham do you have at your house? Well, <laughs> the problem with you mentioning Hyundai Genesis, Scott, is that doesn't exist, so they can't give you one. He doesn't know that. Don't tell him. Oh. He makes up cars in his head. Hyundai, <laughs> give me a, a Genesis. Terry's got a shitload of Mandelabra action figures. I, 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 every month I host a fake meeting in my basement that Scott thinks he's selling another car <laughs> idea. <laughs> they've, they've told him it's the new Sovereign class of Hyundai. There we go. The you see, this one should have yeah, a radio on the inside. <laughs> Yes, but it came down to it, and I said, Japanese car, Korean car, and I each, bought the Each Japanese. edition has a different number of floors. The Honda Swallow will be out next month. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Using our patented <laughs> dogfish technology, <laughs> the Swallow will be out. <laughs> the checks in the mail, Scott. Very soon. Do you, want, you want to take a break, Scott? I don't know. I don't know. He, he looks like he needs to reset a little bit. So let's uh, let's uh, take a break here. After these messages, we'll be right back. Good news, everyone. We're film critics and geek show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. 
or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and laser discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, fine, fine sponsor of the Geek Show Podcast, geekshowpodcast.com. And uh, we're here, I'm here, uh, Carrie, with uh, Jeff and Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy is a big Tron fan. And so we're going to introduce Jimmy to Dr. Volt's comics because of the new Tron comic book coming out. So what you need to do, Jimmy, yes. first of all, go down to Dr. Volt's at 2043 East, 3300 South. Walk up to the front desk and, and say, Geek Show says hey! At which point they'll reply, hey to Geek Show. Now, you don't have to do that to open a hold no. at Dr. Volt's, but it would be nice. Now, uh, you open a hold, it's free. <gasps> they give you a number. And you say, I want all the Tron comics. Yes. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And they'll get them for you. Yes, yes. by hold they mean they hold the comics Mm -hmm. when they come in on Wednesdays that you've ordered. In other uh, places it's called a pull or things like that. But uh, it's it's no charge at Dr. Volt's, which is also a special thing. Dr. Volt's comics also uh, gets in uh, toys, action figures, uh, T-shirts, posters, games, all that stuff. Uh, You know, whatever. Mexican Coke. (laughs) Yes, and the Mexican Coke is probably the most popular. 2043 East, 3300 South. And you can buy Geek Show T-shirts there. Geek Show says hey to Dr. Volt's comics. Hey, it's Carrie and Tony. If if you are familiar at all with Sir Terry Pratchett, you know he's a writer. (laughs) Very good, Carrie. And uh, this is is all about his Discworld books. There's a convention for the... I didn't know that there were 38 of these books. Mm -hmm. This is fascinating. And it is the Discworld convention. Could you tell us about Discworld, Tony? Well, Discworld is a round, flat world balanced on the backs of four gigantic elephants which in turn stand on the back of a giant turtle, the great Atuin. I'd like to party with Terry Pratchett, because I think he's got some good stuff. I bet. <laughs> it is the uh, it is the uh, Discworld convention, It is uh, and Terry Pratchett is the guest of honor. Madison, Wisconsin, July 8th through the 11th. You need to go to nadwcon.org. That stands for North American Discworld Convention. NADWCon.org. It benefits the Orangutan Foundation and the Alzheimer's Research Trust, which are two of Terry Pratchett's uh, big, big uh, charities that he likes to support. So uh, if you're a fan of the Discworld books, this is certainly up your alley. You should make it to Madison, Wisconsin, July 8th through the 11th. Uh, There's going to be the the costume contests and, uh, you know, all the things that you expect from a sci-fi convention. All the great con stuff. And, uh, oh, Death is a regular character. Oh, yeah. I've got to I've got to read these then. The Discworld books, thirty eight of them. Sir Terry Pratchett, guest of honor. Go to nadwcon.org. That's North American Discworld Convention dot org. And remember, be nice to the cats. <laughs> and we are back. How many cars um, did we come up with? Right? Well, we've uh, during the break we created I think an entire fleet. We, how about the GMC Gleet? We have we have I don't know how many cars that have been, but. 
first it off, should be pointed out first yeah, of all. I, I owe Scott an apology. Scott Pierce was correct. But the, but the amusing part of this is you pretty much had me convinced that I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but there really is a Hyundai Genesis. It is. It's okay. pretty cool going, looking. Well, I, I think it was a Hyundai of some kind. We, uh, we are uh, now entering the uh, car and driver section of the Geek Show podcast. <laughs> I, and, and I was just trying to decide if everybody was so excited about the Hyundai uh, Genesis because it's supposedly rear entry. <laughs> oh, let man. me uh, let me just help you market the Hyundai Genesis right now. If I were Hyundai, I would be buying every like scene of Star Trek II where Khan is demanding the information on Project Genesis, That's it. and then uh, uh, the you know when it beams onto the ship instead of the bomb, it's the car on oh, the on the, the transporter pad. And then at the end, Kirk says, "Khan, you've got Genesis." <laughs> I love it. I'm marketing. That's uh, that's a free one for you, Hyundai. Well, well, and, just like and, and for, for that, you should Hyundai. give yeah, you should give one of us or all of us a Genesis. Hyundai, well, I was just going to say, Hyundai. Remember, I'm the one who started this. S Pierce at sltrip.com. You Send can him a, contact uh, me there. They're good, they're good looking car. cars. I mean, you know, I'm you personally know. about ready to go put some money down on a Dodge Shart. <laughs> <laughs> the Dodge Shart. Have a, you seen the? Have you seen the Shart? You're always so scared when you start it. <laughs> <laughs> But then yeah, you don't quite know what's going to happen. <laughs> There's a backfire on it. Yeah. The Shirt GX yes. has power seats. <laughs> <laughs> and they're warmed. And the Ford Gambler. <laughs> the Ford Gambler. Well, that was the Pinto. Ah, <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, the the oh. two. fan of the Toyota Bukaki. <laughs> I was wondering oh when that God. was going to come up. Was, someone's going to someone's going to say Bukaki. I know it. There oh. it was. There oh. it was. The Bukaki is a pretty good car, but it can fit a lot of people in. I was it. Say, the only uh. thing that sucks about the Bukaki is like only uh, it takes you and nine of your friends to get it started. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. And then. Uh, <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we, we've asked uh, Sir Patrick Stewart to come in here and voice the ad for the next one, if you would, sir. The 2011 Pontiac Queef. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I saying that correctly? All right. Okay, so are, are we ending the car and driver? If they hadn't already oh. killed Pontiac, we would have killed it right there. Yeah, yeah that would be the end. The mo- well, see, now that's how much I know about cars. I didn't know. <laughs> I thought it was still around. I thought they were still making Trans Ams. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Trans, trans Ams have taken on a new, completely new meaning, Gary. <laughs> true, that's true. The Pontiac Trans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fabulous. <laughs> During the day, it's rough and tumble, but at night, it's incredibly fabulous. <laughs> Smooth and sleek. The, the bear with Pontiac. crazy curves. So it's a hybrid. Trans Am. My is car is so it's secretive. A, it's a hybrid. <laughs> it's a hybrid. <laughs> My car is so secretive. I don't know what it's up to at night. <laughs> all right, we need to make uh, ads for all of these, oh like for T-shirts. I'm just, I'm just wondering if any of you these know. cars need a safety word for entry. Oh. Well, banana. <laughs> you may enter. Sword I seriously fish. want a T-shirt that says Toyota Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need we need T-shirts for all like, of these. Agreed. <laughs> and the door, the door's got like ten. <laughs> Ten uh, key, lock, key locks and handles on it. <laughs> and you have to actually remove a ball gag. I keep picturing a Dodge Shard as a big truck covered in mud. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's, <laughs> maybe so it's, is the gambler. Maybe it's powered on like alternative fuel. It's just got a big funnel on the hood. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's the new level right there. That's the new uh, high watermark. Wow. Hey, guys, could you go over <laughs> 
expensive to maintain because it needs Sunday, to be cleaned so often. Yeah. Work. Let's get to work this week. <laughs> be careful, be careful, honey. Your heart. Oh my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming, Elizabeth. I'm coming, Elizabeth. It's just hard pulling up to a gas station. There's just walls with holes drilled in it. And I think I didn't want to get off the couch today. (laughs) Remember, folks, this is just the second show. Shannon uh, Barnson, the Red Fox of the Geek Show podcast. Soon soon I'll be the ghost that haunts this place, just like he does that. The third show will be finding Charity a new husband. (laughs) I need to start drinking to catch up. All right. Uh, let's I'm see. Crying. Yeah. So uh, make those uh, T-shirt designs for us, and we'll uh, we'll put those out. All right. You okay? Yeah, kind of. Scott said. Uh, Everybody, gather around. Take a look at my my bukkake. You'll certainly draw attention in a crowd. <laughs> a totally green vehicle. You can the blast Dodge. it with love. It's, I would say it's green. Well, the Dodge. It is a renewable resource. I was going to say. But who's the person who gets to sit inside the bukkake while everybody else fuels it up? <laughs> oh, we call them cookie. And is the stick shift optional? Yes. No. <laughs> no, it is it is stick shift only. There's nine, there's nine stick shifts in it. It's completely <laughs> It is completely manual. Uh, if you know anything about a bukkake, it's completely manual. It is completely <laughs> manual. You have to figure out which hole the stick shift's coming out through. Yeah, there's there's nine stick shifts in the bukkake. I've got a I've got a slogan for the for the shard. I've got a slogan. Oh, okay. for the for, for the, the dodge shard. Oh, what a feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's no shit. I w- <laughs> It's the, the shit? Shark. the Pontiac shirt. glory hole? I think it should be shark. Get to the bottom of it. There you go. <laughs> Get her done. Oh, Ooh. good times. I love quality talks. <laughs> uh, I think we just want another Webby. Hey. Uh, how do I go? Yeah, where, yeah, where do we I go from started? here? Yeah, where do you go from here? I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> Eat more ham. Thank you. To the dry cleaners. We, we broke <laughs> the, the show. dry cleaners. <laughs> I, we could end it here. To the showers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no, dude, let's come on. I let's keep no, this honestly, I don't roll. Let's I don't keep feel this quality like... up. Oh, okay, here you go. I've got something for you here. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Did I save it? Oh, no. I was going to... Oh, gonna... in, in the meantime, I'll explain why I believe Marvel Comics killed off the human oh, torch. Oh, there you go. Good uh, oh, transition, okay. bud. Because okay. um, for, <laughs> uh, for those who don't... Uh, it's a palate cleanser. Palate cleanser. Thank you. Um, it's a juxtaposition. Which you always need after Bukaki. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Way to bring it around again, wow. Shannon. So anyway, uh, for those who don't know, spoiler alert, in Marvel Comics Fantastic Four, they just wrapped a storyline called Three, as in three of the Fantastic Four survived and one of them died. So is it the Fantastic Three now? No. It's the no. Fantastic Three. It's the FF. Yes. Which either stands for First Family or Future Foundation. I think they should but, call it the Terrific Trio. Uh, uh, the character who got killed off is the Human Torch. Okay. And everybody threw up their arms and went, ah, 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 well, they'll bring him back. Apparently, they're not going to bring him back, at oh, least not bullshit. anytime soon. Yeah, they said they never bring Bucky back either. Yeah, but it took how many years? Well, it'll take a reboot of the Fantastic Four yes. movie. Uh, anyway, yep. my yep. explanation is this. Uh, apparently, they saw Marvel saw so much footage of Chris Evans kicking ass as Captain America that they went back and went, oh, well, we can't. We have to erase the Human Torch from memory. Chris Evans played Human you really, Torch. You really think that's no? no. <laughs> well, I, was, I, I just wanted really to see if somebody. I was with him. I, was like, I, I just fuck? wanted to see so if somebody bought into it. I was with you. I hey, bought. I believe there's no such thing as a Hyundai Genesis. Okay, so uh, apparently yes, that really is the reason why they killed off the Human Torch. I, you know what? Do you have a real reason? No. 
<laughs> yeah, well, actually, yes, I do. It was, he was the most expendable. Right, I was going to say, yeah. he's and, the lamest. And, and, and he's the one member that they haven't killed off. Was he killed by That's smoking true, the bear? Right? Yeah. No, seriously. It was like, they uh, killed all the others? Uh, yeah. How, How did, did he, he die? A fire, a fire really extinguisher. Oh, God, it was good. Did you read it, Carrie? It was, Seltzer uh, yeah. Babel? It was, uh, he was trapped in another dimension and eaten by a nihilus. By a bunch of bugs. Eaten by a nihilus? Yeah. A nihilus is a by robot oh, bug kind wow. of thing. Yeah. Oh, by a bunch of a, the nihilus yeah. wave, and, a bunch of bugs. And, 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 and they made it look like it was nebulous, like he was getting attacked by him, and you weren't sure if he was dead. No, the last issue of Fantastic Four came out. He's dead. Wow. Well, Annihilus no, you actually burned that thing. Annihilus actually taunted Reed with a piece of Johnny's. But you know what? He could still be alive, and that's how they're going to get out of it, dude. Eh, maybe. Show so me a body. Just bring over maybe. zombie but human Show me a body. But, but I should dimension. mention this. It really was the last issue of Fantastic Four. Next month it relaunches as FF. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man's joining. Well, while we're on the subject, Brendan Alexander has written in. Says, Brendan, uh, I'm uh, wanting uh, starting to get back into comics. I'm looking for some advice from an expert. So I'm into Iron Man, Spider-Man, Batman, and was wondering where I should be starting. Series. I would start with maybe an Iron Man, Batman, or Spider-Man, but graphic I would novels. Say maybe Archie comics. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, you you show says, hey, So there you go. Um, oh, let me handle a Spider-Man one. Okay. Because uh, I can handle Iron Man. Spider-Man just changed directions. Actually, they're. I can't remember if it's seven or eight issues into the new Big Time Directive, which is a more fun, for the most part, upbeat. Spider-Man's no longer a loser. He's got a girlfriend and a job. A good job. And well, it, yeah, it's it's so much better than it's been well, in can years. Can I ask you a question? I don't know. I missed something in that. Uh-huh. How did he lose his spider sense? Did he? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice. He, uh, he created a device that robbed all of the spider slayers of their... Uh, insect sense and their spider sense, and he was too close to it. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> How come I didn't read that? How come I didn't read that, Jeff? I should have worn the protective oh, helmet. Yeah. Yeah. How come you didn't give me those comics, Jeff? Oh. Because I was reading that and I was like, what the fuck? Thanks a lot, Jeff. Sitting on my couch, stinking it up, not knowing how Spider Man lost his spider Watching sense. Watching the Cleveland show. <laughs> no, no, no. Glaring, glaring at the Cleveland at show. I, I wish he'd stop glaring at me. <laughs> Pop! I almost just punched you in the face. Uh, Iron Man, just that uh, Invincible Iron Man Matt Fraction title has just been really good, I think. Uh, Get the first graphic novel. So. Yes. yes. Those are good, too. They actually have a, oh, the an, omnibus, an omnibus That has, like, the first 20-something issues. issues. I have it. It's hardbound, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, you know me. I love all the Ultimate titles, so... That's where and I'd go. Given our subject matter, and, and this is the first graphic podcast. And, Thank you. <laughs> and and on the Batman front, I hear really good things about the new direction Detective Comics has taken. Detective Comics. Is that the Batman uh, franchise? Uh, the franchise rights alone will make him rich beyond his wildest dream? No, it's... Or is that, that a one different one? one? Dick Grayson's Batman. Yeah. What, the fuck? what a dick. The, uh, I think a lot of people who... A lot of people actually hate it, but a good place to start out with the, with the more modern uh, Batman is the Hush storyline was a lot of fun for a oh. lot of people. Some people hate it, just just hate it, but and, and I thought it was a, pretty good, and the and artwork was great. And a lot of people hate good. it, so please read this. And that's no, a collection. Right? Jeff, yeah, Jeff, the Hush, the Jeff Loeb and Jim Lee. Right, and a couple of good trades on that one, and then uh, you've got the Long Halloween and a couple other good storylines, but I think well, Hush is a good, good place to start out if you haven't read Batman in a good 10 years or more. I'm, I'm way behind on Batman. Have they brought Bruce Wayne back to life yet? Yes. yes. He is back yes. to life. In the most convoluted fashion possible. Yeah, he wears <laughs> this blue classic costume DC. with yes, a white star. Yes, on it. because you kn- what? 
And he leads all the heroes. He stood too close to some reanimation stuff. He caught the resurrection. Well, well, you know when you need to bring a superhero back in a cogent, understandable fashion that the go-to guy in the DC universe is always Grant Morrison. Right. right. Mm. Because yeah, it'll make sense yeah. for 12 episodes. He was yeah. hiding in a snail. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which, which, and the snail was concealed in oh, Alan see, Moore's beard. You see, you don't get it, right? Because you're not as smart as me. I'm great footy well, Morrison. Now, let me talk about bringing a character back to life from the DC. Uh-huh. I read, because uh, Brian uh, loaned me it, the uh, the Kevin Smith run on uh, Green Arrow. Oh, that's good. really good. And uh, they really brought him good. back to life. Uh, Is he afraid of any colors? No. no. Oh, good. He's not, actually. <laughs> you might like it. It's bows and arrows. <laughs> Spidoo. Uh, so, yeah, he brought him back uh, pretty pretty good, pretty yep. believable, I thought. Shannon gave you so a dirty that's, look. That's something to look at. No, I was just thinking, like, you really could understand... Green Arrow, because didn't he used to hunt uh, mastodons with bows and arrows? (laughs) 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 They're delicious. No, 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 no. no. He let other people do it. He just wrote about it on the walls of caves. (laughs) (laughs) He was a mastodon hunter critic. He drew the hieroglyphics. Really, really critical about it, though. (laughs) I don't appreciate the way that that hunter went around skinning I don't know what the fuck he thinks he's doing. He kept kept saying, "If if only the hunter had an arrow with a... Boxing glove on the end of it. Right, <laughs> that one got away. Dumbass. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really tired of some of these hunters taking credit for what these other chiefs put together. Uh, well, while we're on uh, comic book uh, and relationships, and, uh, way to go, bud. Uh, here's uh, here is uh, James McAvoy talking about the the relationship between Xavier and Magneto. It's, it's strained. He says the personal relationship. That yeah, in the in the new movie, right? He says that uh, uh, Professor Xavier and Magneto share an almost romantic bond. Uh oh, here we go. So we're gonna see the bunk bed at the expansion. Oh God, James McAvoy needs to learn American parlance because it's an almost bromantic bond, dumbass. No, he he says romantic. (laughs) Anyway, here he goes. It's kind of a love story. Like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I think that was a love story. Which is really a love story between two men. Huh. Uh, okay. Okay. I, I didn't think so. Well, there's <laughs> that part where they take the bath together. Well, they, yeah. they at the end they is run out the, the door. Oh, wait, no, that's I, no. Is that I the just, director's cut? Is that no? That's the Shannon's mind cut. No, okay. At the end of Butch Cassidy, they run out the doors and it pauses. But in the director's cut, they run back inside and butt fuck. <laughs> Is that what happens? Uh, it's n- <laughs> You're the film critic. It's so based, based on the same novella as Brokeback Mountain. That's in the Criterion Collection. Yeah. <laughs> William Goldman just couldn't write it. He wasn't sure if he could put it together. I See, I don't remember that. I saw that as a child. I don't remember. <laughs> I watched I it last night. This All is right. a classy <clears throat> This is. you got to remember, this guy's British. Yes, so, you and, know. And, and, and Jimmy, they, that's where they also reprise raindrops keep falling <laughs> on my head. Oh, God. Now we're back to the back to Bukaki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. All right. Let's see if he uh, gaze it up anymore here. <laughs> so we're basically saying anytime two men disagree, it's romantic. Yeah. In which case, Scott Pierce and I are the greatest lovers all time has ever known. Because <laughs> Clearly. the great. Well, apparently, Carrie and I have great passion. <laughs> you just no. You just cheated on me. Uh, cheated. Cheated on Lee with me is what you did. <laughs> Love of all is happening to me. I've up a song and I'm not going to sing it. Come on. I, I don't think I should take this to the lower level. Okay. 
You did it <laughs> once already. <laughs> Sir, I think you should. The bukkake? Come yeah. on. Really? Yeah, well, it's actually related. It's what's the go ahead. Okay, go. do it. Then go. No, I did not. Go. Strange cocks keep falling. Out. <laughs> <laughs> he was so nervous. I think it was one of his singing voice. I like it. I like your timid voice there, Shannon. Uh, timid. It was sweet. God's going to hear me say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> this wouldn't have happened if my dad wasn't dead. Boom. <laughs> okay. Wow. There it is. Wow. All right. Wow. Let's see. Let's see if there's any more extremely gay uh, James McAvoy. Uh, let's gay, see. Gay, 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 this is the first time in their lives when they've met someone who is an equal of sorts, someone who understands them and can connect and push them to. Charles, I wish I could quit you. <laughs> you can come in my head anytime. Especially Charles. He's fascinated with Eric and his potential. I'm just glad that Magneto realized early on that he needed to wear a helmet anytime he interacted with Charles. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, dangerous to interact with that kind of telepath without protection. <laughs> All right, there we go. Oh, look at us. This is a legitimate what question, else could we filthy up? <laughs> yes. Okay. Who is Titanium Man? <laughs> <laughs> he was an Iron Man. He was an Iron Man villain. For real? Yeah. Because there was a Paul McCartney song, Magneto and Titanium, Titanium Man. Man. And yeah. I never who knew who. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was basically a big green robot. Uh, green again. There we go. Coming up, was uh, he afraid of yellow? Coming up on the next episode. Next Thor. episode? I have, I have information about Thor. Which, Thor. which Thor? The Mighty Thor. That's, that's, that's also the porn name for the movie, The well, Mighty Thor. It's, uh, it's all about the relationship that he has with Loki. Oh, good. And his father. I thought The Mighty Thor was what happened afterward. Okay. That's good enough. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> Anybody uh, have anything you want to Ooh, yes, I do. tell folks oh, God, about? Oh, God. Anybody still listening? I really do. Um... When John Favreau was actually going to do the John Carter of Mars movie, he talked about how much he loved the Marvel Comics version of -hmm. of John Carter. Well, Dark Horse Comics actually got the rights to reproduce all the Marvel Comics John Carter issues in in one big volume. 30 bucks, and it's like 28 issues and three annuals. It's, It's better than reading the books because there's pictures. There are metropolitan cities with smaller phone books. Re- really, <laughs> That's true. Really good, pretty art, especially in the first eleven issues, done oh by. Oh God, it's heavy. A big d- one. Uh, yeah, d- ah, he's done a big by one. Uh, art done by Gil Kane and Dave Cockrum. Oh, yeah, those are talented. I, I seriously love these books, and the foreword on this one is written by author Michael Shabon, the guy who did Cavalier in Clay who is also writing the script for the John Carter movie that's coming out. I was going to ask well, you if we've, if we've heard anything about the John Carter movie. I know they're still in production. Yes. All and, right. And everything I've heard about the motion capture stuff that's in the movie is it's going to blow your fucking mind. All right. <laughs> that's official Disney press release, by I've the way. Also they, heard, yes, they <laughs> said that. I've they also will. heard none of us are in it. <laughs> Well, given this episode, you won't never mind. They're giving a new Bukaki out to every cast member. That's right. <laughs> I got a, a, a few Blu-rays coming out. Uh, yes. Four Lions, which was a Sundance movie, I think, oh. in 2010. But it's a comedy. Oh, it was. Oh, I wanted to see really this. Good. What is it? I, I have it, a copy, actually. Please, I want to. It's a comedy about uh, suicide bombers. <laughs> oh, good. Wow. Really good, actually. <laughs> Finally. <The> ex- <laughs> yeah. That's a line of work I haven't been able to get I myself I can say this. Into. 
at least one of them accidentally blows himself up. Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> what a dumbass. Uh, a documentary called The Inside Job, which is about how the shitty financial... Oscar-nominated yes. documentary. Yeah. Oh, and really? and it's, it's, I understand it'll finally help you understand it. It's actually it's because really no well laid out. Yes. You know. I mean, you'll walk out furious. Oh, you will, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jackass 3D. Actually, that documentary <laughs> will make you glad you're dying young. Shame yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Lots uh, of stuff is. <laughs> the Walking Dead season one's coming out. Ooh. Yes. That's All on six episodes. March 8th. And then uh, video game-wise uh, is Homefront, which is, <laughs> I've mentioned this a long oh, time ago. It looks pretty cool. Oh, this my is, God. I, I, I understand that here, especially in Salt Lake City, we're yeah. very upset about it. And I, I don't know why. We but, are? But we are, because apparently uh, Salt Lake City is one of the uh, towns that gets destroyed. It gets absolutely annihilated. There's a there's a actually a trailer yeah. that you can find you can where see Salt Lake gets blowed up. Oh, cool! But by the way, why is that bad? Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> the inversion sticks around, and no one in Utah true. County That's can true. breathe out. By the way, Jimmy, you didn't mention this before, but do you know who was instrumental in developing this video game? I don't. The filmmaker John Milius. Oh yes, I do remember that. Uh, and it's Red Dawn. And yeah. it's called Homefront. Yeah, yeah. Homefront by I, THQ. And it's basically like. North it, Korea takes over the it's world. A, no, it's not. It's a unified Korea. Right. The two Koreas. Yeah, yeah. So they, they get come together. over and just well, kick so, our ass. So Carrie's already prepared. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll circle back to Hyundai. I was saying. It's yeah. all about Korea. Carrie will be a houseboy. I want to. I want to yeah. throw out some huge kudos to Gore Verbinski for actually pulling out of the Bioshock movie altogether. Because the studios were saying uh, they were just oh, gonna, yeah. they were gonna they were gonna PG thirteen it down, and yeah. he said flat out, "This is a movie that needs to scare people shitless, so they can't even sleep at night." And if we're not, if they're not going to let me do it as as grim and as disturbing as the mo- as the uh, as, as the game. video game, then I'm I don't want anything. Can you to do imagine with it. So a PG thirteen of that? Would not I, I work. Couldn't, oh, I couldn't. That would be terrible. It's, I mean, this this is a game where where things are are crushed, eviscerated, and blended, frappéed even uh, on a regular basis. And it couldn't work as a PG thirteen at all. No. So all right. kudos to him. Anything else? I got one. Yes. This is called the physics of superheroes. It's a, it's like a, a book. Book. Written. It's a book, <laughs> yeah, book. And it's a science book. Yeah, you want to see it? I don't know I'm much sure about I can science find a digital books. Digital copy somewhere. It's uh, basically this guy James. Move your finger. I can't Cacalios. read his name. Kakalios. Yeah, Kakalios, or however you say his name. Uh, Kaka. He's a PhD professor of physics, and he goes through and spells out how all of these different superheroes' powers would work in real life based on the laws of physics. And oh. it's it's written in a way. Sorry, it's it's for science nerds, but it's written in a way that's it's very easy to understand. You don't have to know a lot about math, but it's just fascinating. Wow, was that me? Valentine, <laughs> <laughs> good lord! It's fascinating hearing him explain how how the Flash can run at those speeds and not just completely disappear from the air friction. A wizard like did that. it, dummy. A wizard, oh, did, a wizard it. did it. Okay, yeah, that's exactly. the name of the book. So. so, in other words, it's a big giant book trying to explain something that couldn't possibly happen. So it's. How many pages of bullshit? It's for science nerds. Okay. <laughs> it's fun it to read, happen. Scott. It's fun. Although it could it's happen. A, it says here that Spider-Man's webbing couldn't have saved his girlfriend's life anyway. So once See? again, you know, once again, yeah. Spidey will sit well, and mope. He's probably making Pete. money on it, so I think Lee and I should make a book called The Wizard Did It. Yep. The Wizard Did It. Yep. <laughs> Explaining yep. everything that the wizard Explain did. everything. Because <laughs> all, the, all the great things that created anything. I mean, even all the way down to Kevin Flynn. Wizard. 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 Yep. All right. Let's uh, wrap it up then, sir. Okay. Have a couple of pieces of hair. Okay? <laughs> Just have a couple How, of pieces. Like thinly sliced? Thinly sliced. Uh, can it be honey glazed? Black forest? Uh, yeah, I mean, just. But here's the thing you got to watch out for the bread. 
the bread There's is a so problem? much sodium in the bread. In the bread? Yes. Oh man, what? Can it's not I... the ham that's going to get you. It's what, the bread. What can I eat? There's a lot of sodium in ham, though, Shannon. Eat less bread. Eat less bread. <laughs> <laughs>